You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. Hey, welcome to Morning Breath. We're so glad that you've tuned in today. My name is Christian. I'm one of the pastors here on staff, and we're so glad to have you along. We call this our Drive Time Devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. It is the format of Morning Breath, what we do, and this is like coming up on 20 years we've been doing this, is we take a chapter of the Bible, we read it the night before, then we read it again the next morning, and we get together at the studio here at our East Coast location, and we just kind of read through the chapter out loud and see what God speaks to us. It's really fun. It's kind of like you get to experience us going through a Bible study together. So just picture like you're hanging out in the living room or at a coffee shop or doing life with us and getting to hear the thoughts that pop into our head. Sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're like, whoa, where did that come from? So today, my co-host is Isaac Eberts. So glad to have you on the program with me today. How are you Thanks, doing, Isaac? Ron. Oh, I'm doing great. Two times in one month. I'm yeah, feeling that's blessed. cool. You guys got me last week, and I'm yeah. honored to be back that's this awesome. week. That's awesome. You did a great job. And honestly, we'll tell you guys, Hebrews 11, a little easier to talk about than Hebrews oh, 7. Yeah. Way, yeah. way easier. Let's test you. Who did we read about last time in Hebrews 7? Melchizedek. Good job. You did Melchizedek. a- Melchizedek. <laughs> Melchizedek. Yep. Good job there. So youth ministry. It's funny. We like, actually a good one. had a small group at a, for TNT, we yeah. had an improv small group. Yeah, and uh, we actually went over Hebrews seven. This was after wow. we did on Morning Breath, and all of the kids. It was so had funny. a really fun time with the names. Yeah, they were they were like, I'm so confused by this chapter. It is a tough <laughs> one if you're not used to it. But that's what's cool is that you get to kind of just be a part of a, a Bible study and be like, Hey, what are they talking about? And what do you what I hear about it? Yeah, so, I love Morning Breath because you get to go through chapters that you normally wouldn't read on your own. Yeah, so I think that's a really really cool part. I'm glad yeah. we got to do it. But Hebrews eleven is going to be much easier. Yeah, it's going to be great. Looking at just like the Hall of Faith and all of the great people of faith throughout the Bible. So why don't you tell them how to get involved? Of course, our East Coast app is obviously the best way. Just search East Coast app. If you have an Android, Google Play, or if you have an iPhone, go to the App Store, East Coast app, or on our website, eccc.us. We have all of our information, service times, events, past sermons, morning breath episodes, so much more. Or you can also call our offices. 321-452-1060. Our lovely receptionist will be to take care of you and email you or physically mail you anything that you might need. And you can also follow us on social media. That's East Coast Christian Center on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's awesome. Lots of ways to stay connected. And we encourage you guys to do that. And just stay plugged in. Like, my life is better because I'm doing life with other Christians. And I've heard that said before, is that the quality of your life, this isn't a Christian saying or a Christian study, but this is like in the secular world. So they said the quality of someone's life is determined by the quality of their relationship. So just who you're doing life with on a regular basis. And, you know, my family went through a quarantine period recently, like many of you on the radio have gone through, and it really makes you appreciate the relationships in your life yeah. is that when you're just stuck at your house watching another episode of Mandalorian or something <laughs> else, you're like, let me be around my people. Oh, yeah. And it really just makes you appreciate the great community we have. So if you're out there and you're like, hey, I don't have that community, we would love you to be a part of East Coast as we have weekend services on Saturday night, Sunday morning. There's like 10 different live services. We have online church for you if you're not comfortable coming back yet. We even have a night of worship coming up, Oh yeah, which is great. And that's a good way to get involved and be a part of things is that I've got friends that even go to other churches. They're like, man, I still love to come to the night of worship because mm-hmm. it's such a great experience to just get to unplug and just worship God. Like yeah. you're not having to worry about all the pressure of church. 
church. Yeah, it's incredible. And we'll have food trucks there too, right? That is cool. I That's love awesome. the food trucks. We've got oh, a bunch yeah. of different ones. Come We've hungry. Got something for everybody. And the service times for that, that's... The night of worship is just tomorrow, so that's going to be on April 14th. We have two different service times, 6 and 7.30 p.m. The event's, of course, free, but we do have tickets available online if you want, so we can just confirm that you're coming, and we know we have enough room for everybody. Yeah, for sure. What else do we have coming up this month yeah. or next month, actually? Yeah, next month. So this is a big one I'm really excited about. This is going to be our marriage night. It's on May 7th, and this is a great event. You can go onto our app or our website to get all the information about it. I am so excited about it just being a great date with my wife. We do have childcare available for you. It is an amazing deal. It's only 10 bucks to be able to have childcare for the whole evening for as many kids as you have. So <laughs> that's a that's, good deal. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and it's going to be a really fun time together. Lots of laughter. It's not going to make you feel beat up. Like I've been to some marriage conferences before where I walk out and I'm a pretty good husband. And I'm like, dude, I feel like a loser. Like mm. I feel like I'm blowing it, but this is not that way at all. If you've been a part of one of those, don't worry. This is not the case. You're going to laugh. You're going to connect. You're going to be ready to hug your wife. It's going to be, or your husband, it's going to be a good time. So we're excited to have you guys be a part As of that. As a single person, I wish you all the best and I'll uh, I'll be sitting this one out. Yeah. Nick's going to get to be a part of it. We're excited. Oh, what's awesome. up, Nick? Hey, what's up? You excited about the marriage night? Yeah. Oh, your cool. first marriage night. It was weird. I got an email about it, like inviting me. I was like, what? Wow. why am I getting this? And then I was like, wait a second. Married people. Married people. That's nice. cool. Make sure you're not working it. Just go and have fun, dude. It's going to be good. Well, let's get into the chapter. We're Hebrews 11. I am going to be reading the New Living Translation. What are you doing today? Well, that's convenient. I'm also reading the New Living Translation, NLT. That actually makes it really easy. When I do the message, it's really hard to follow Mm -hmm. where the breaks are at sometimes. So this is an easy chapter. It's 40 verses. So we're going to cut it right down the middle. I'm going to give you the first 20, Okay. and I'll take from 21 on. So... I must say unto you, read, sir. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. That what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. It was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man, and God showed his approval of his gifts. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. It was him, by faith, that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. For before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. It was by faith that Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood. He obeyed God who warned him about things that had never happened before. By his faith, Noah condemned the rest of the world and he received righteousness that comes by faith. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. And even when he reached the land that God had promised him, he lived there by faith, for he was like a foreigner living in tents. And so did Isaac and Jacob who inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city designed and built by God. It was by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child, though she was barren and was too old. 
She believed that God would keep his promise. And so a whole nation came from this one man who was as good as dead. A nation with so many people that like the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore, there is no way to count them. All these people died still believing what God had promised them. They did not receive what was promised, but they saw it all from a distance and welcomed it. They agreed that they were foreigners and nomads here on earth. Obviously, people who say such things are looking forward to a country they can call their own. If they had longed for the country they came from, they could have gone back. But they were looking for a better place, a heavenly homeland. That is why God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. It was by faith that Abraham offered Isaac as a sacrifice when God was testing him. Abraham, who had received God's promises, was ready to sacrifice his only son, Isaac, even though God had told him, Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. Abraham reasoned that if Isaac died, God was able to bring him back to life again. And in a sense, Abraham did receive his son back from the dead. It was by faith that Isaac promised blessings for the future to his sons, Jacob and Esau. Verse 21, it was by faith that Jacob, when he was old and dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons, bowed in worship as he leaned on his staff. It was by faith that Joseph, when he was about to die, said confidently that the people of Israel would leave Egypt. He even commanded them to take his bones with them when they left. It was by faith that Moses' parents hid him for three months when he was born. They saw that God had given them an unusual child and that they were not afraid to disobey the king's commands. It was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to share the oppression of God's people instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasures of sin. He thought it was better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking ahead to his great reward. It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. It was by faith that Moses commanded the people of Israel to keep the Passover and to sprinkle blood on the doorsteps so that the angel of death would not kill their firstborn sons. It was by faith that the people of Israel went right through the Red Sea as though they were on dry ground. But when the Egyptians tried to follow, they were all drowned. It was by faith that the people of Israel marched around Jericho for seven days and the walls came crashing down. It was by faith that Rahab, the prostitute, was not destroyed when the people of her city who refused to obey God, for she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. How much more do I need to say? It would take too long to recount the stories of the faith of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Japheth, David, Samuel, and all the prophets. By faith, these people overthrew kingdoms, ruled with justice, and received what God had promised them. They shut the mouth of lions, quenched the flames of fire, and escaped death by the edge of the sword. Their weakness was turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. Women received their loved ones back again from the death, from death. But others were tortured, refused to turn from God in order to be set free. They placed their hope in a better life after the resurrection. Some were jeered at, and their backs were cut open with whips. Others were chained in prison. Some died by stoning. Some were sawed in half, and others were killed with a sword. Some went about wearing skins of sheep and goats, destitute and oppressed and mistreated. They were too good for this world, wandering over deserts and mountains, hiding in caves and holes in the ground. 
All these people earned a good reputation because of their faith, yet none of them received all that God had promised. For God had something better in mind for us so that they would not reach perfection without us. Amen. Amen. Wow, chapter 11. That is a mouthful. I know. I think it's super evident that... They all did it by faith. Like yep. they said it over and over and over again. Just for fun, I was going to look it up. Like, how many times does it say by faith in chapter 11? And yeah. it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's certainly more than 40 times because it says it multiple times in a sentence. But I just got done teaching a class at our university, ECCU, it's East Coast Christian University. And the, the whole class is live and walk by faith. And you can see over and over in the Bible that it says, it is impossible to please God without faith. That if you want to please God, we have faith. Even faith is a mustard seed. Even faith, it can move mountains. Like our faith is so important. And you might be out there and think, hey, I don't have any faith. But the Bible clearly says that it has been appointed to every person, to every man, to have the measure of faith, that every single one of us have the ability to be able to walk in faith and to be able to operate even in things that don't make sense in the natural, that we can operate in the supernatural. What stood out to you? So much. I could be on the radio for an hour just pointing out everything that so I actually ran upstairs before I came in the studio. You're so still out of breath, bro? I'm, I'm out of breath. Well, there's, you just ran 20, you read 20 <laughs> long verses too. I know. So. Yeah, I was out of breath. I was like, <gasps> you need but more exercise. You're I know, 20 years I, old. I really do. <laughs> more cardio. But um, yeah. yeah, this this chapter was incredible. I, I The thing that made me laugh when I read it um, earlier today was verse 32. How much more do I need to say? Yeah. You know, the author is just saying, how much more do I need to say? Yeah. After going through 31 verses of just example after example. Yeah. I think it's cool because it, it recaps so much of the Old Testament, Yep, which is really cool because, you know, in 2021, it's easy to study the New Testament, right? That's what most of our weekend sermons are about. It's about New Testament because that's, you know, we're living in the New Covenant. But it's so cool that this chapter just recaps yeah. dozens and dozens of stories. Yeah. And then it goes on to say... It would take too long to recount the stories, and then it goes on and on. And every one of those names is an incredible story. When you look at them, it's like they're not going to unpack it because of time. But every one of those, if you go back to the Old Testament to see, it's like, man, these are huge people of faith that he doesn't even get a chance to be able to tell us about. Yeah, for sure. I think it was so cool because I've been a Christian my whole life, but there's definitely times where I doubt the faithfulness of God. And so reading a chapter like Hebrews 11 is just, it's so cool how it just hits you in the face of, oh, cool, here's 40 examples yeah. of everything that God did, and that's not even all of it. Yeah. And so you can, it's kind of like a like a repositioning, right? You're you're repositioning your mind, and you're like, wait a minute, why, why am I questioning the faithfulness of God? Yeah. You know, even though I'm going through a hard time right that's now. That's good. Why am I questioning it? Because yeah. I just looked through and saw thousands of years of history yeah. that are just being recapped proving that God is faithful and he delivers on everything that he promises. That's cool. Think about the people he didn't even unpack too. Samson, mm-hmm. you know, the strongest man ever who, yeah. you know, did incredible things. And he had some tough parts of his life where he made bad decisions. He chose women over God and obedience, but God was still faithful in that. He didn't unpack David, the mm-hmm. greatest king of Israel. Yep. He didn't unpack Samuel, who was an incredible prophet. And, mm-hmm. you know, Gideon, who that's one of my favorite stories is when you're feeling 
feeling overwhelmed. Gideon is a story of a guy who he felt incompetent. He says, I'm the least of these. I don't have the ability to lead. And God even took an army that he had where he didn't feel like his army was big enough. And God's like, no, that army's too big. I'm going to make it even smaller. So it's so clear that I came through, that I was faithful, that I was the one that provided, and he brought his army down even smaller, and God gave them the victory. And so it's amazing when you think about the stuff that the writer of Hebrews excluded, yeah. but he chose to pick on these things. And I love right above that, before he's like, hey, let's not even talk about David and Samson. Let's talk about Rahab the prostitute. Mm-hmm. Here is a yep. woman who gave favor to the spies. They were going into Jericho. She showed hospitality, and she helped protect these guys. Here's a, a prostitute. We understand what she did for a living, but she has a place in the Bible, is yeah. that her name is included because God saw her and he used her. And it's really easy to feel like, hey, I made a bad decision in my life and God can't use me. But the Bible is so clear that that's not the case. Like David committed adultery and had Bathsheba's husband murdered, but yet God called him a, a friend of God. And he had such an incredible relationship with God, and God did amazing things through him. And many other people in here, throughout this Hebrews 11 and throughout the Bible, Mm -hmm. they really blew it. Yeah. But God used them in spite of themselves, maybe even because they blew it, because he knew I would get glory. It's not the perfect pedigree. Mm -hmm. It's not the person that the world would say, of course he's going to use them. Like, you look at... Some of the sons of like great people are like Billy Graham's son, who he's gone on Franklin to do great things now, a Samaritan's Purse. But there was a season for those who are older, you remember where Franklin Graham was kind of off the rails mm-hmm. and he he was not following his father's footsteps. Imagine the shadow of being the son yeah. of Billy Graham. Wow. But God healed it and restored it. But then you look at great examples like our pastor, Pastor Matt, mm-hmm. taking the the mantle and running with it and never had a season where he went sideways or went crazy. God has just anointed it and used him. But if you're out there and if you've messed up, like I have a crazy past. Pastor Dan has a crazy past. Like I, I don't love to talk about this much, but I spent time in jail as an 18 year old. Like I messed up quite a bit, but God has totally radically transformed my life. And now that's over half of my lifetime ago. It's over 20 years. You know, I'm 39 years old now, and God has been able to use me in spite of those things. And if you're out there and you're disqualifying yourself, just know that God is not done with you. He wants to use you in light of those things, mm-hmm. not just in spite of them. He yeah. will use your testimony to reach a people group that you have access to that maybe no one else does. Yeah. That's really good. And I, I just think it's important, and you, you hit on this with Rahab the prostitute, of she probably had a point where she recognized that she was doing some bad things, oh, right? Yeah. She probably had maybe the start of it where she thought, you know, life's great. She maybe wasn't questioning it. But I'm, I'm sure there was a point at the end where she started to question, what am I doing? Yeah. And started to, you know, maybe maybe she had a conversation with God, just her and God, help me, help yeah. me get out of this, help me start to walk out of what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's so cool how she didn't just keep going in, you know, for in this example, keep going in prostitution, that she was able to turn. And she was able to turn away from her sin and help the spies and help change history. And now a former prostitute has her name forever in 
the Bible. I yeah. think that's incredible. It is remarkable. It's so cool. Yeah, what God will do with that. If you back up to verse 17, it says, it was by faith that Abraham offered Isaac as a sacrifice when mm-hmm. God was testing him. Abraham, who had received God's promise, was ready to sacrifice his only son. Wow. And just like what we saw in Hebrews 7, this is a type and shadow of, of God and Jesus is... God sacrificed his one and only son so that way he could grow his family. Mm-hmm. And here God had clearly given uh, Abraham a promise that I'm going to make you a father of many nations. I'm yep. going to give you a huge family, more than the sand on the sea or on the shores and more than the stars in the sky. And that's why he is the father of faith and he got that inheritance. But the important thing is that Abraham was willing to lay down that promise. Mm-hmm. Like God had finally given him this son, and he was willing to give it up because it's important to realize in life, like, what is more important to you? God doesn't want to take that thing that you love, yeah. but it is important to say, is that thing more important to me? Mm-hmm. I remember hearing years ago, Kenneth Copeland, who, if we're talking about faith, you can't omit Kenneth Copeland, Kenneth Hagen, a lot of these like generals of faith who have really been strong faith teachers, is he had talked about how before he got saved, flying was his God. He was obsessed with flying. It's what he thought about the most. It was his number one thing. And there was a season where God said, Kenneth, do you love me more than flying? And he Hmm. really struggled. Even though he was flying for the ministry, he was using it for God. He had to lay down flying and it was so hard for him. But sure enough, once he opened his hand and released it, God was able to bring it back, and he's been flying for another 50 years since that time frame. It was just a matter of where is his priority. Wow, so that's good. if you're out there and it's your career or your, your 401k or maybe it's your sport or whatever that hobby is, like I've had some hobbies like triathlon and running that really consumed me, and I was like, man, where's my priorities? But when I went able to lay it down and be like, God... I give this to you and I want to glorify you in what I do. I don't think God's in the position of taking away the things we love at Mm -hmm. all is that he wants to bless us, but he wants to be in the middle of it. Yeah, that's really good. I think another part, if we jump to verse eight was, um, God called him to this time about Abraham. So I'll start from the beginning. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. Yeah. He went without knowing where yeah. he was going. Wow. And I think the hardest part, and this is where faith comes in, is are, are you willing to go somewhere that God is telling you to go Man. without knowing yeah. where you're going? Yeah. And it I takes think, that step of faith. It's yeah. like Peter walking out on the water. Yeah. It's like, how scary is that? To see your, your Savior walking on the water, but now you're trying to do it. And mm-hmm. when you do that, God will bless it as you step out into moving to a new area, going yeah. into a new area of ministry, going into a new career path, going into whatever that thing is, is God wants to bless that and be there with you. But I truly believe that he blesses us when we do operate in faith. Amen. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with you. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. 
We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right, we are back, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that verse 8. So, it was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave his home, 
Let's just stop there for a second and think about where is God calling you? Like, as we look at 2021 and we've been through a pandemic, we've gone through just a crazy time of the world being shut down. Is God calling you to leave your home? Wow. Like, let's just talk about that for real. Is if you're home because of like legit health concerns, we're praying for you and we're with you. But if you're just stuck at home out of habit, maybe a new Mm. lifestyle you've created, maybe out of fear. I'm encouraging you, let's get out. Let's step out in faith and see what God will do. Is there stuff for you to do? You're not done yet. God has got things for you to do in your life, and you got to step out. Even when you're afraid. Mm -hmm. I love that idea. It's like, do it afraid. It's okay. God will be there with you in the process. I mean, it's easy to get comfortable. It really is. I mean, being comfortable is, is easy, but I don't think God is calling us to be comfortable. I mean, if we look at, you know, Hebrews 11, we've got 40 verses and none of this was comfortable. No, it was I don't so think hard. it was comfortable for Abraham to leave home and not know where he was going. Yeah. I don't think it was comfortable for Abraham to take his one and only son, Isaac, up to the mountain in seconds before killing him, the angel stopped. I don't yeah. think that was comfortable. So I, I, the challenge for me and for everyone else listening is... Where is God calling you? Yeah, and let's pray dangerous prayers. Let's live a bit of a dangerous life in faith. God is calling us to be that and to be his hands and feet in his church in the world. Amen. All right, it was great talking to you guys. We will talk to you next time. God bless. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.